last time on Dice Funk. So I need a place to hide. Can you hide me here? Absolutely. Certainly we can. Jane was just here? Um, yes. That's weird. Fidric turns to you and says, I did manage to find the neighborhood that she lives in. You are going to punch me in the face. I was actually going to recommend that, but thank you for saying it first. And Ronaldo starts to stomp off in your direction. Okay. Ronaldo. Yo. You don't recognize anybody in the crowd. You see a door that you recognize as being described to you as having the symbol of Ilmater on it, um, which is a pair of hands tied by red cord. Um, the name's Fallon. I, I help take care of the Grieg twins, well, mostly Emma these days. Any suggestions of where I should look for Tamsin? I gotta warn you to be careful. Tamsin doesn't play games. She won't hesitate to go for the kill just to teach anybody nearby a lesson. Does Ronaldo see her? Ronaldo, you see somebody come out the house, but you don't recognize them. And I say, soup's ready. Wait, does Ronaldo recognize the voice? If for a brief second there you recognize the voice very specifically as Jane, you find the physical presence in front of you unrecognizable. So, so he tries to follow the figure. If you die and you're like Jane... The, there's no up or down, it's just chaos, and there's giant frogs that inject their eggs into you, and they eat you from the inside. It's really bad. I know. So are you gonna do it this week, Austin? Or, like, what? <laughs> Why would I do it? Because <laughs> you argued. Because last week, you were like, oh, geez, everybody has to listen to it twice now. Oh, it was just because last week was much more detailed than usual. I just, you know, usually you're just like... You can just set the scene, I guess. I mean, we're... All right, okay. Something's the fuck going on with Jane. We're going to find out this episode. Yeah. Or it's going to get confusing. Oh, you think so? Renata only has half a clue, uh, so <laughs> we'll see. All right, so where are we starting? Oh, I guess we can start, because um, right now I feel like the meat of whatever's going on is with them two, so if we can just, like, establish what I'm doing and then let them go off. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, so right now, uh, Anne and Marshmallow are at the church. Um, it's, it's late at night, right? Very late at night. Getting close to, I don't want to say early morning, because early morning is like, ooh, sunrise, but it's it's late and early. So we're talking like three or four. <laughs> well, we don't even have to go that far because I was just going to have a scene of Anne going to bed, basically, where she's laying on Marshmallow and talking to him. And just like, I'm worried about Ronaldo and Jane. Where can they be? And Marshmallow is just looking at her because he's a ferret and he doesn't know <coughs> shit about sh- He doesn't know shit about shit. <laughs> what was that noise? That's uh, That's Marshmallow responding. <coughs> Do you actually know what they sound like? Uh, well, not <laughs> dire ferrets, so maybe a dire right. ferret would sound more like, Meh. Yeah, it's a deep ferret, I'd imagine. Meh. Oh, at some point, where he's definitely gonna have to do the weasel war dance, which is a thing you can totally YouTube and ferrets do, it's great. Okay. You know, Anne, Anne wouldn't be worried about what's going on with us if she wasn't such a pissing coward, 
and went <laughs> off to like hide in a church basement while the rest of us did the real work. But uh, she was trying. She was trying to protect the dagger. She ran. <laughs> Um, you guys are also down on Marshmallow. Like uh, last week at the end, Jess was like, I'm going to punch him in his furry face. And when he first showed up, Leon was like, uh, Renato's going to kill him. And then last week on Word Funk, Johnny was like, If Anne dies, I'm probably going to kill Marshmallow too. Hey, I didn't say probably. You said definitely. Yeah. I didn't even say definitely. I said, What makes you think? Hey. Hey, the joke's on you. If Marshmallow dies, I'm I, as a ranger, I just get another one, and I'll just name it Marshmallow Junior. You, yeah. can't, you can't stop the flow of ferrets. Still that one too. Um, Austin, <laughs> Leon, what's wrong with you? I'm gonna make like I'm gonna kill so many of your dire ferrets that I'm gonna make a suit out of them, like Corella <laughs> Deville. All right, oh all right. God, no. <laughs> Alright, can we just do the show? Yes, I know this is the show. This is happening. This is all good. Okay. Um so yeah, Anne just talking t- talks to Marshmallow for like twenty minutes. Meh. And and then <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um and then falls asleep. And after a couple minutes, Marshmallow like slowly and carefully extricates himself from under Anne and goes for a walk. And I'm gonna do survival to try to find the smell of Anne's friends for her. Oh, fuck yeah, because Marshmallow is actually more intelligent. No, no, just as. They're equally intelligent, so she might, I might as well be Anne. I, I, I just, I feel that Marshmallow is a better character, though, because Marshmallow is braver. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Okay, I got 12 for survival. I can also make a perception check, and I'll get advantage for smell. Let me look for that. What are you giggling about, Leon? He's he's going to find you, and he's going to be very grumpy. 13 and 12 were those I've just rolled. Here's the thing. Uh, Jane and uh, Ronaldo, mm-hmm. they've only been that in that area of town, mm-hmm. like, hours and hours and hours and hours before. I would think that he would go, well, actually, I don't have to think. I'll just say he goes back to the last place he saw them, which is, like, outside the quarry, and tries to follow the scent from there. Is that what you want to do? Uh, I'm going to make a stealth check to, to keep to... <laughs> shut up, you giggling jerk. To, to keep to the alleys and such. Right, the giant ferret. It's not giant, it's panther-sized. Also, it's white, and it's at night. It's bigger than a fucking dog. <laughs> also, they're looking for a giant ferret, so you do that. I really want to see this ferret die. So Yeah, alright, let's... <laughs> I know. This episode is going to be called "Fuck Leon." <laughs> it's fun. I mean, we we need we need a big dramatic moment. This is very comedy based, and we're we're t- totally to blame for that. A great uh, dramatic moment would be uh the you know like the dog dying in the movie. You know, you all are sick monsters. Okay. All right. So Johnny, tell me how how those roles are treating you. Twelve for survival, thirteen for perception, and eleven for stealth. All above average, but not outstanding. So, um, Marshmallow, blessed fair that he is, does remember the way back to the quarry. On his way back, though, he encounters lots of people with weapons. Mm-hmm. But he recognizes those people before they recognize him. Can, can he put on some huge uh, sunglasses so no one recognizes him? <laughs> He's got ZZ Top shades on. Well, if he had a beard, 
Well, no, I was I was thinking the song, not the actual look of the people in the band. But yeah, that's good too. And it's like uh, it's not just a lot of people in a group. Mm-hmm. It's it's obviously an organized attempt to run through the city, not necessarily house by house, but certainly combing the streets. And for like, oh god. Leon just posted a picture of a ferret in goggles in the chat. I wanted, I wanted there to be a visual aid. I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. <laughs> um, as soon as Marshmallow recognizes there are like people who are like hostile looking for him, can he take to the rooftops and Batman this shit? That's a big leap. How's his climbing skill? Oh, he has incredible forty feet every six seconds. No, no check necessary. Really? Yep. Climbing as part of the character. Ferrets are very climby. Of course, and he gets the stats from the panther part, but it's fair. Like, <laughs> if he takes to the rooftops, uh, it's going to take him a few more hours because the city is not drawn out in the sense that you can just jump across streets. Yeah, I'm I'm comfortable with slow and steady wins the race here because I don't the way we've kind of dilated time. Um, I don't know exactly like Anne compared to what Ronaldo and Jane are doing. So, like, I'm I'm fine showing up late to whatever scene we're about to get to, but I'll, like, I'll get there eventually. Cause like I said, this this like I wanted to, I imagine the scene starting after Anne had dinner and talked to Danyan and like went to bed. Yeah. So yeah, slow and steady. Uh, Marshmallow is looking for them, and then we flash back or forward or sideways to them. What's going on over there, guys? They're in this fucking den of depravity. What's going on? All right. So Austin, uh, if you need to do something. Or you want to know where you are? Jump in anytime. Oh, believe me, I'm gonna wait until they get into the worst possible moment, and then I'm gonna be like, "Marshmallow jumps through the window." Uh, no, you won't. <laughs> Damn it! You'll ask, "What's Marshmallow doing?" And you'll do it penitently because if you don't, I'll be like, "Just got killed, bitch." Man, you guys are mean. Yeah. All right. So the last time we left, Jane. And Ronaldo, they were approaching what I described, I believe, as a body house. Men and women on balconies, um, lots of noise from within. A very luscious place, uh, in consideration of the neighborhood that surrounds it. Lots of torches, good wood, uh, some stone that actually looks kind of imported. Like, it doesn't look like the light gray that you usually see in Stoneroot. It looks dark and solid, with strong veins running through it. Is it the Corinthian leather of stones? Uh, no, it's the Corinthian pillar of stones. (laughs) Anyone who gets that joke is too old to be listening to this? Yeah, probably. But you get the impression that there are... Games going on inside, you hear yells of bets, people who are being chased out of the door, but uh, Jane, uh, you recognize at the door, uh, I mean, you don't recognize as a person, but you recognize that there is a large, I'm going to say impassable person, eyeing everybody who is coming near or walking out. Um, so we're, uh, we're at the brothel, um, and, and basically Jane is- Hey! 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 What? Hey. What? I didn't say brothel, I said body house. Okay, alright, we're at, we're at a place where sex making is happening. Are the bodies hitting the floor? 
It's body with an A and a W. No, I know. I'm still looking for that damn alley before all this shenanigans happens. What are you looking for? I'm looking for an alley, like an a- like a back alley or something. Yeah, she doesn't want to go in the front. Oh, feel free. Go ahead. Like, am I rolling for- like, what am I doing? Uh, no, you don't find anything. Okay. <laughs> all of the ground floor is very heavily hammered. Um, down with boards and, in some places, metal. Sheer walls, essentially. Up to areas that, mm, I mean, maybe you could get to via jumping, but... Okay, there were alleys that I passed the back the way I came, right? Um, yeah, but uh, the house sits kind of in the middle of a square. Gotcha. There's a lot of space around it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, alright, I'm gonna go back the way I can't, came and find a hiding spot. Alright. Well, I, I, was, I was following her, so do I see her trying to find a hiding spot, or what? No, uh, you see her turn around and walk towards you. Okay. Uh, Captain Phasma, as it was. Um, okay. Jess? Yes. My my headcanon is that the uh, original Jane, as we know her, is the blonde from the the title card of like episode eleven, and also we use on iTunes. Where where she looks now is f- the title card of episode seventeen with like the blue eye marks <laughs> that Becky did. I have mental images of both. Okay, we, we could do that. We could do we could do um the be- the Becky Jane. That sounds like a weird kind of dance though from yeah. the nineteen fifties. Like do the Becky Jane. Um, <laughs> Or a really killer country song. <laughs> True. All right, so, Jane, you turn around and you start walking back towards where you came, and now that you're facing, I need you guys to make uh, more stealth and uh, perception checks. Oh, I don't care about the stealth. I'm just going to roll for perception. All right. Leon needs to roll stealth anyways. So. Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I do stuff. That's seventeen to five for listeners. Yeah, in my in my favor somehow. Uh, sorry, Ronaldo, you're in heavy armor. You have disadvantage on stealth checks, brah. What of what? Negative what? No, that's not what disadvantage is. It's seventeen hours in. You have to roll twice, Leon. Oh, I didn't realize that I was rolling stealth. I thought it was rolling perception. I'm sorry. No, you're rolling stealth. Twelve. Yeah, twelve still beats five. Yeah, really does. All right, so um. Jane turns around, you walk back uh, where you came from, feeling pretty good about yourself. Cool. Like, you're stressed about the situation, but you're like, nah, I got a good idea. Yeah, okay. Leon? Yo. Um, Does Ronaldo continue to follow the strange Becky Jane? That's his plan. He 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 he's starting to get an idea of what might be going on, but he's not sure because it's like weird and out of his wheelhouse. But he but he he's still following. All right, Jane. Yep. Now what? Uh, have I found a hiding spot yet? Yeah, we'll say you have. You have found a hiding spot, and um, <laughs> Ronaldo has found a lurking spot to observe you. You're in ye old dumpster. <laughs> um, okay, hang on one second, let me just consult. The longer you guys take to to advance this, the longer Marshmallow has to catch up. Okay, 
Um, <laughs> no, Austin. I mean, come on. There's player time and then there's game time. And then Ronaldo springs into the action just to spite me. Um, I actually have something I want to do. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, I look at the ground. Are there any like pebbles or rocks or like or like? I mean, I, I know this place is full of dust, but is there anything like I can hold on to? Oh, most definitely. So I find a pebble. Yeah, we'll see. You find a pebble. I mean, the roads aren't paved straight. All right, so we're both hiding. So I take a pebble and I throw it at Jane's head. All right, um, that'll be a ranged attack, I guess. <laughs> I'm not trying to do damage. No, no, way. but I mean, it's it's a case of accuracy, essentially. Okay. All right. So, so... am I am I what am I rolling? Am I rolling against her AC because she doesn't see, but she doesn't see me, or am I rolling for what? Yeah, that's a dexterity check against her AC. Yeah, it's a dexterity check. All right, I don't get anything for dexterity. Um, damn. All right. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't Seven. beat my armor class, that's for sure. <laughs> Probably just full-on missed. What happened, Johnny? Um, Jane? Yeah. You hear a tiny noise amongst all of the other noise that's happening. Okay. In the city. Uh, you hear something a little close to you. Like a pebble dropping on the dirt almost near you. I take my dagger out and turn around. All right, uh, Leon, you see um, Becky Jane. Okay. Take out a dagger and turn around. Knife fight, knife fight, knife fight. Can she see me? <laughs> like, do I think she sees me or what? All right, roll perception. All right. Oh my god, guys. I love nope. all these dice. <laughs> she doesn't see anything. Okay. Oh, I thought I was rolling too. I'm sorry. No, you don't have to roll stealth. Okay. Your stealth is is okay. clean right now. Okay. Are you trying to make yourself a parent? I am trying to get her attention without letting everyone else know that she's there. But Ronaldo's not doing a good job of it, so he takes a bigger rock and he, <laughs> <laughs> he pries up a cobblestone and he does literally the exact same thing. Yes, <laughs> yes, I critted it. No, that's not good, because you hit her in the face, and you can do a double damage, you fool. <laughs> she has an AC of 11. <laughs> I got a 20. Why do I hang out with you again? You I'm... just killed Jane. No, she's fine, I'm sure. Okay, so what is that? That's that's a modified... Um... Well, he crit on a, it's an improvised weapon, so it's 2, 2d4. 2d4. All right, so... Uh, what am I rolling? You're rolling 2d4. Uh, but plus strength, right? Oh, shit. Uh, no, thrown is dexterity. Unless right, it's right. A specifically thrown weapon. I didn't mean to do this. <laughs> I was trying to get her attention. <laughs> you two are the only people in this alley. You could just walk up and be like, yo, it me. <laughs> okay, it's nothing. I got, I got, it, it combined, it's four. Yeah, but she's a the she's a druid. She only has like twenty health. Actually, I have like thirty five. If you read my freaking character sheet, uh, you leveled up, but you haven't slept, so you haven't healed. I still have like twenty hit points. I don't know what the hell you're babbling about. You just lost a fifth of your. Never mind. <laughs> hey, Johnny, can she lose some teeth in this process, please? I was aiming for the back of her head. Thank you very much. Yeah, but I turned around facing you because that's where oh, the shit. pebble came from. Oh well, yeah. Then then my. All right. Okay, so what happens is, uh, Leon, you pick up a, a nice handful-sized rock. Yeah. And you throw it at the head of the person that you're you're looking at. Okay. 
The rock you see pass through the face. <laughs> I know you mean it's an illusion, but I'm just picturing you scanners, Tur. Like, <laughs> uh, like a meat balloon. Yeah, you see it pass through the face of the like the figure that you've thrown it at. Oh. But then you still see the figure kind of like the head snap back, but in a weird way, and it flickers a little bit. Okay, Renato's starting to get an idea that this is, he's, he, he doesn't understand magic, but he's starting to, uh, because he saw the hologram version of of uh, Lonigan the other day, he's starting to get the idea that this isn't really real. So um, he advances on Becky Jane. Hang on, hang on. Before Becky Jane, like, before you advance on Becky Jane, you nope. also hear Becky Jane yell. Because <laughs> you just got snapped with, like, a hand-sized rock in the forehead. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what to say. How about Al? Headshot. Um, <laughs> 360 no scope. <laughs> Air horn. Beer, beer, beer. I curse underneath my breath, and I just hate everything right now. <laughs> okay. Um, can I do stuff now? Yeah. Alright. Come on, Ronaldo. Show us what you're made of. I kind because I'm still trying to, like, not have anyone else see what we're doing, because there are, like, passerbys and, like, pimps and shit, um, I sort of do a marine crawl over <laughs> to, uh, to Becky Jane. And then I kind of, like, crouch next to her. Artificial 20, I fucking see him, don't I? (laughs) Hang on, Leon needs to roll stealth. Okay. This has been the half an hour section in an alleyway of two people. (laughs) I I know, like, for fuck's sakes. (laughs) This is really fun. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I don't get any modifiers for this, so. Oh, it was good, but not as good as that. I got an 18 and she got a 20. Alright, yeah. So, um, you get the rock, uh, in the forehead, Jane. Okay. And then you're like, what the f- And then you look down, as your vision begins to clear, you see a flamboyant man who has sufficiently dirtied himself in mud and puddles and things like that, crawling across a street, in which other people are just, like, walking up and down- Drinking, like, bottles of wine and liquor and things like that, and soliciting prostitutes, and stepping over him and being like, okay, whatever. (laughs) They can't see me, I got an 18. I'm gonna look directly at him and go, how long have you been following me, and where the fuck have you come from? I like how Leon used all his good roles to set up an ambush to get someone's (laughs) attention. (laughs) <laughs> um, like Renal- that was some Rambo <laughs> shit. All right, Ronaldo must recognize her voice, especially this close up. And he's and uh, but but does he? He still sees not Jane. Uh, you're not seeing Jane. Okay. Uh, Ronaldo uh summons all uh uses all of his cunning, and he says, "Jane says what?" <laughs> Ronaldo, what are you doing here? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Roll persuasion. Thanks. What do I roll against that? Deception. Okay. My persuasion is plus three. All right. Nope. Ten. Nope. Ah, yeah, I nailed it. I got All right, ten I'm, every eight. I'm sorry, Jane. You say what? <laughs> Renato snaps his fingers and he says, I knew it. Okay, what's going on? Why are you a hologram? And what? also, what's going on? I'm going to shiv him. <laughs> Please do 
please, please. Are we actually having like a genuine fight now? No, I'm going to shiv you and I'm going to say, what are you doing here as I shiv you? Yeah, roll to shiv. (laughs) Roll roll to shiv. (laughs) Nope. Yeah. No, you, (gasps) she botched. Can something cool happen? Oh, man. (laughs) She botched so bad. I fucking hate tonight. (laughs) She got a a one plus her modifier, which is still only four. All right. uh, So let's let's see if something cool can happen. (laughs) (laughs) This entire episode has happened within the space of like 10 meters. (laughs) This has been a carnival of clusterfucks. (laughs) Can that be the episode title, please? Uh. I can't get that on channel awesome. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, um uh, Ronaldo, uh yeah. Leon, go ahead and yeah. make a dexterity check. Okay. Some sometimes I'm good at those and sometimes I'm not. Nope. Crit <laughs> <Craig> failed it. <laughs> he botched. This is a double botch. We both got one. This is amazing. <laughs> double botch. What does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> All right. So, uh the figure that you see with the knife drawn, goes to stab you, yeah, and misses. You kind of like you're still crawling, <laughs> but uh, you haul back onto your haunches, put your hand on your weapon, and you start to see the image of the person that you're looking at flicker. Yeah, and in between the flickerings, you think you see Jane. All right, um. Ronaldo tries to get his composure back, <laughs> um, and but, but he sees other people around him, so he, he takes his cape in mean, his right hand and sort of, like, pulls it over his face like Batman, and then um, says, look, I don't know what you're doing, but we're sort of in this together, and you kind of hauled ass on, on your own, so we need to figure this out. What are you doing? And stop trying to stab me. And I'm sorry about the rock. I was just trying to get your attention. I didn't mean to be that awesome. I I look at him and I go, okay. (sighs) Look. Jess, you have seconds, by the way. Okay. (laughs) Two. Hang on. Oh, fuck. Shit's about to happen. (laughs) Shit. Are you going to turn into a pumpkin? Oh, oh, her her, her wonk, her her thing's going to de-wonk. She's gonna, she's gonna, um, she's flickering too much. Okay, it's fine. I'm, I'm just gonna, like, let it go. I don't really care. Okay. Alright. I, I got what I needed from, um, from the one person, so I'm good for now. Okay. So, I'm just gonna let it flicker out. That's fine. Okay. Alright. Okay. So, during the next, um, seconds that Jess is talking... Um, you gradually see the image of what you were following turn into her. Okay. In my mind, it's like the quantum leap thing where he (laughs) becomes another person. But okay, go ahead. All right, Jess. Ronaldo, why were you following me? Well, why did you run off by yourself? We split the party. We said that's the exact thing we're not supposed to do. Now Anne's- Where is she? I don't know. She tore her ass. You out of town, left a or... halfling by herself. No, that's not what happened. Yes, you did. Where is she? She took off on a dire ferret, and then all right. Let me let me catch you up. Um, how about uh, Fiderick? Um, he says that I should co- go to this t- part of town to find Tamsin, 
And maybe that's it because it looks like a bunch of pimps are going in there. So that's why I'm here. And I don't know where she is right now. And did you leave her with someone? No, she tore ass out on her her uh, marshmallow and she's just. What made her tear ass out of wherever the hell you guys were? Oh, oh, yeah. I, I, I forgot to tell you this part. Ten soldiers surrounded us. Uh, she escaped. Uh, Fidric uh, got me out of there. I hit him so hard, but it was an act. Oh my god, I was great. And then he w- he like was on the ground, and he winked at me and gave me a thumbs up. And then I came over here, and then I found you, and uh, that's and now we're here, and that's what's going on. Wait, the guards are looking for us. Yes. Yeah, side note: um, the guards think we kidnapped Ulick because someone sent a ransom note and signed our names on it, which doesn't make sense. But uh, Fidric knows we're innocent, probably. But so that's why he's helping us uh, out still. Okay, and what are you going to do if you run into one of these guards? Um, probably hide. I was really good at it. I hid from you. You're a charlatan with skills in disguise. Like that's your right. I I I I have I have my graphic glasses. No, not just the glasses. All right, so I'm gonna take my robes. Basically, I'm gonna take my dagger to them and make myself look like a prostitute. All right. And she looks damn slutty. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> look, we're not slut shaming. It's it can be a perfectly positive thing. No, no, right. no, no. I mean, I look so slutty, and it's delicious. So slutty, and it's like <laughs> for a second there, Ronaldo, you're like, "Well, damn." Wait, <laughs> I I have some other business with you. Um, all right, Ronaldo already has like a pimp hat. So he I, he feels like he already fits in, but he puts on his uh uh flame mignon disguise, which is a, a nose and a mustache, and he says, "Let's go in there and figure out where Tamsin is." Okay, well, a we should not enter together, and b why I could be I you're not gonna be my pimp. Please, that would be so funny. It would be great if it would make it would make more sense. Our our story would be more convincing if I were your pimp and you were my lady of the evening. The mental image is too good to pass up, guys. They're not going to let us in, in uh, alone. We gotta, we gotta sh- be a show of force. So let's go in there, uh, you know, at tandem. Uh, my plan was to shake down somebody on the street and get my way in that way. Well, this works too because they'll think we're just, you know, we're in business, you know. Okay, not for nothing, but when I let you do the talking, most of the time we end up getting almost injured and/or killed. Okay, okay. Well, we'll go in together, but you can talk. And I won't say anything. They're not going to pay attention to me. Look at me. I look like a prostitute. Well, <sighs> all right. Well, then I'll talk, but um, but uh, I'll be like, man, a few words, you know. I'll be real smooth. All right. If I start pinching you, you shut the fuck up. Got it? Sounds like a plan. All right. I got it. All right. And R- Ronaldo looks like he's trying to get into character. Like he's trying to think of what uh, people who deal in prostitutes talk like. And then he feels like he's got it, and he doesn't. And then uh, he starts walking there and, like, motions for Jane to follow. I follow him very, very, very unconvinced. Okay. <laughs> Can I call this episode a damn slutty? Is that, <laughs> is that too much? I don't know. Let's, I'll have to figure that out later. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Guys, this is really good. We have, like, 20 minutes for you guys to pimp and prostitute it up. Go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ronaldo walks up to the door. All right. So the doorman um, kind of steps to, 
um, you recognize that he's been gauging people coming in and out of the place, um, nodding at people, pointing at people, giving thumbs up, signals, things like that. But when he steps up to you, you can't read him. And he says, hey, good looking, bring in your merchandise. Wait, wait, who is he saying that to? He's saying it to Jane. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Ronaldo uh, tried to, tries to speak for her and he's like, uh, yes, uh, this is my lady and I'm her, you know, and he winks and says, fella. And uh, that's her. Yes, that's her business here. Tamsin is has reversed the power structure, guys. You're going into a, a reverse bordello. I'm gonna let him do the talking. The doorman, the doorman puts his hand on your shoulder, Leon, nice. and says, "Listen, baby, <laughs> I'm gonna talk to the person who holds the strings." Oh, and he looks back at you, Jane, and says, "What are you doing here?" See if I can get any money from him for the night. He's boring me. Renato sort of like opens up a little bit of his shirt. Yeah, just to look a little sexier. The doorman eyes you down. Yeah. And says, hmm, I think we might be able to get a little bit of use out of him. Renato is really, um, like, pleased with himself right now, I just want to say. Like, he's really flattered by all of this. He's, it's not bothering him in the slightest. <laughs> what has this become? It's too good. I can't handle it. <laughs> All right, what, what does this guy say? What are we doing? So I, I look at him and I say, any money is good money. He looks back at you and says, what kind of cut are you interested in taking? Whatever I could get, honestly. Oh, you're that desperate. Mm. Smack his ass. R- Ronaldo actually looks a little insulted at, at, at this assertion. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Times have been a little tough. All right. Go to the bar and, uh, check with quits. Thank you. The doorman steps aside. Okay. Ronaldo, uh, tries to go in. You get in just fine. Uh, underneath the darkness of the bar, uh, you walk into a room that is largely populated by chaos. People are... Rolling dice, people are playing cards, drinking very heavily. You're quite confident that there's a strip show going on in the corner of a booth Mm. at the end. But the bar, the bar is pristine. There's a a young man, uh, probably in his late teens, by your estimation, who's standing behind it. Not that muscular, but... Looks like he's in control of the situation. People come to him and they mouth short sentences to him. And he points and they go. In between dealing with these people, this fellow uh, drinks liberally. Okay. Um, Ronaldo like, looks at Jane and figures that's the person we should talk to. So he's just kind of like head, head motions towards him. I'm going to look at him, and I'm going to be like, are you going to shut up this time? He's, uh, Ronaldo says, yes, and don't talk to me like that. Clearly, I'm a prize uh, over here. You know, everyone's looking at me. It's great. Ronaldo looks way too into this, by the way. <laughs> like, he, this was like, he's, he feels way too at home at what's going on. Would you say that the whole club is looking at her? 
<laughs> oh my god. But Ronaldo, but Ronaldo eventually says, yeah, 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 you, you, you can do the talking for this one. I visibly look uncomfortable for two reasons. Number one, this is so not my environment. Number two, I'm with Ronaldo. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I walk up to the young man who is drinking liberally. All right. He stares you down. I hold his gaze. He pours two drinks and passes one to you. Starts drinking the other. What are you here for? This one. And I point to Ronaldo. Ronaldo strikes a pose. Very nice, he says. If you're wondering which one, it's the uh, Hulk Hogan uh, one arm like pointed this way and the other arm behind his uh, back. All right. In that case, he says, um, I think we could do something with him. That would be great. You're, you're so popular. <laughs> what are you looking for? What do you got? This <laughs> just got super awkward. <laughs> Jane sells Ronaldo into sex slavery. The end. <laughs> I'm thinking this has not been the first time this has occurred to him. Remember, remember why we're actually here. We're trying to get information on Tamsin. Ronaldo does not say that, by the way. I, I know exactly what I'm here for. <laughs> okay. I mean, are you looking for work? Are you looking for pay? Are you looking for thrills? Are you looking for drink or pleasure? Pleasure is a good way to start. Hmm. What is your pleasure? Doesn't really matter. <laughs> Whoever, whatever. <laughs> She's a druid, so leaves mostly, I think. Dirt? So your pleasure doesn't really matter, but you come to us with... You gotta give Johnny something to work with. He's gonna... He's no, gonna no, have... no, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> he's just gonna glass you and throw you out. <laughs> so you come to us with... This? And quits um, the man behind the bar. Maybe the boy behind the bar. Makes a motion at uh, Ronaldo with a very lilting gesture of his hand. Well, I'm done with him. I'm not gonna use him anymore. Well, we can set you up with plenty of other pleasure. <laughs> How do you feel about dice? Dice is good. Title drop? Question mark. Come this gay. Come this way. <laughs> <laughs> no way! Did you really just? You really just? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did it? Okay. Um. <laughs> Is Jane getting too into her character, like that she's she's become the mask, or is like this part of her, or is this her plan to like act like she wants Ronaldo to die? I assume it's her plan. I'm hoping it is. Um, does Ronaldo follow? I mean, like, is is he supposed to follow? Like, is that what Quits is saying, or is he supposed to stay there? No, no. Uh, Quits Quits um says to Jane, "Come this way," and then he puts a hand on your chest. Mm -hmm. rather provocatively okay. and says you stay here okay i'll be back in just a second okay ronaldo just goes and mingles <laughs> look justice might come to stoner someday but at least we're getting laid <laughs> that's the important thing <laughs> uh austin uh, do you want an Anne intervention right about now anything and sleeping you can give me an update on marshmallow if you have one how's his progress um, 
Oh, at this point in time, Marshmallow is getting close to the quarry. Okay, he's not making good time. <laughs> no, no, Marshmallow is not. Hmm. <laughs> okay, update on Anne. REM sleep? What, what, what cycle are we in? How's that going? All right, you're having a dream. You're having a dream of being held by hundreds of different hands. I forgot about the cutscenes. They cradle you. Oh. You're feeling good about them. When you shift to be more comfortable, they shift to hold you in better ways. And then your eyes open for a second, and a fire starts. And all those hands gradually drop out from under you. And you find yourself falling with fire. Not on fire, but only with it. Everything beside you, everything beneath you, everything above you, you only see fire. Sweet dreams! <laughs> so, I mean, improvement over evil teddy bears. I'll take it. Back to the goddamn slut show over here. I don't even know what's happening. Ronaldo's mingling. That's, that's what he's doing. And he is getting hit on so hard. Okay. He's a, he's a little excited. <laughs> they are very particular about how well-groomed your mustache is. Yeah. He's going to abandon the quest to be up in this club. <laughs> and also, um, the make of your hat. Okay. They're, they're quite interested in your hat. All right. Jane. Yeah. You follow Quits up some stairs into... A corridor that is kind of um, marred by sounds of, let's say, groaning. Gotcha. But he runs you through to an office that is, uh, well, he runs you through to a door. Can we be careful with the phrase, runs you through? <laughs> Just like in D&D &D in general, but especially this club. Also, what song are you dancing to? Is it like... A club banger? Is it like Dancing Queen? What's happening down there, Ronaldo? I need to know. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, I, I was gonna shoot back to that later. I mean, we can. I, okay. I thought. I thought we were still with Jane. Fine. I just, just for a mental image, I just wanted to picture how you were dancing. Well, uh, we can do that at the end. Um. So, Jane, you get led through to a door mm -hmm. that is uh, guarded on either side by two very impressive-looking people. Quits, opens the door, says to the two guards, don't disturb us, and then walks in, holds the door open for you. I walk through the door. He closes it, and takes a position behind what might be a ramshackle desk. Like, it, it doesn't look like somebody of high society, um, but it looks like somebody who has cobbled together something that they want to improve. Gotcha. So he points his fingers together in a tent and looks at you and says, so just dice, then. Look, I'm trying to get rid of my companion, for a back, lack of a better word. Manslut. It's a better word, I'm just throwing it, I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> Sounds like two words, unless it's hyphen. Austin, you're not here! <laughs> so that's it? He's become quite the nuisance lately. Well, 
I can give you 500 gold credit. But you're going to have to gamble out of that before you can take any money. That's fine. (laughs) Do we forget why we're here? Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? Actually, I can tell you this. He's looking for Tamsin. I guess that counts as a segue. Yeah. Also, you made an ooh sound when she said 500 gold. Do you think that's a fair price for Ronaldo's body? Yeah, I mean, that's 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 pretty uh, solid, I would say. I don't okay. know if you guys, like, uh, have read my character sheet, but it says, you know, honesty is the best policy unless money is involved. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's fair. I'm just, I was just curious about how Ronaldo felt about 500 gold. Anyway, Tamsin. He's after who? Tamsin. And what would you know about Tamsin? I know that she's Emma's twin sister and that someone at home is missing her. Also, I know that um, the Lord is looking for his son and um, the man downstairs who is with me seems to think that she has him. So, I mean, I can give you all the information you want that I know, but as it stands right now, I would say that he poses a threat to an establishment like this as he's likely to start a fight to get to her. Wait, are you purposefully trying to get him killed? Let's 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 just watch this play out. Okay. Quid stands up and walks around the makeshift desk and says, "So what are you really looking for?" I'm looking for her to warn her. You're looking to warn Tamson. Also, maybe a job. That would be nice. I think we have a job for you. Really? Do tell. Leon? Yeah? You're still dancing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, big time. I mean, do you want me to set the scene, or... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> we can't play music on the show. I'm just, I'm just asking. You can just tell us what song it is. Oh. Oh, it's Pony. Oh, good. Perfect. Is there, do you have a, do you have a marshmallow update? <laughs> I'm trying to get him there to save Ronaldo. Marshmallow has arrived at the quarry. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> and he's picking up the scent and then he's going to go towards where they he's, are. He's picking up some serious scent. Okay. Can he pick up the pace? Can I roll athletics to pick up his pace? I don't know, man. The city is. Well, that's why I asked. If not, that's fine. Just uh, couldn't hurt to ask. Roll athletics. 14. Nah. 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 <laughs> nah. All right. Doing my best, guys. Uh, Jess? Hmm? I think this is fair. Yeah? To, you know, drop the anvil. Sure, go ahead. All right. This is the thing, Austin. A few episodes ago, uh, Jess and I, well, Jess approached me. And said, listen, there's a thing I want to do with my character. And I was like, ooh, oh, that's uh, pretty impressive. But I don't think we can broadcast that, because if we broadcast that, not only do the other players know, but all the listeners know. Mm-hmm. You see, after she did it, we recorded a session uh-huh. <laughs> between the two of us. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> ooh, ooh, this is this is a tasty dilemma. 
It's so good. But you'll have to do some sort of like flashback sound or or someone narrating that this is happening. Yeah. I'm trusting you guys on faith that it's good. Oh, this is great because now I can listen to an episode of Dice Funk and not know what happens. <laughs> we get to experience it fresh. Cool. Right. Suck it, losers. Me and Leon are having the premium experience. <laughs> I'm down with this. <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome to this secret edition of Dice Funk. Uh, I'm sure that by now many of you are wondering, what happened to Jane the Druid? Well, today we're going to talk about it. Uh, in game, we we last saw Jane the Druid as she thunderwaved a giant stone fist uh, in the underground tunnels of the Stoneroot Quarry. Uh, a loud explosion was heard, uh, dust went flying everywhere, and when it cleared, uh, our druid was mysteriously missing. Well, uh, wonder no more, because uh, in the confusion and noise um, of, of the uh, palaver of the explosion, Jane the druid transmogrified into a cat and ran. This is something that, uh, as a dungeon master, I was I was approached um, by Jess, the player, my my partner in crime here. Throw me under the bus, why don't you? <laughs> hey, no, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. All I'm saying is that you approached me. That is true. That you wanted to ditch the party at one point in time. Um, so we came up with a kind of a code word situation where Jess said, listen, I'm going to do this thing at some point in time. And once I do, I want that to be a cue to you that I am going to try to escape. Uh, I'm probably going to turn into a cat. I'm probably going to do this. I'm going to... Because let's be real, like, turning into a horse or a dire wolf or a giant octopus would be a little bit more conspicuous. <laughs> Particularly, I think, in underground tunnels. I mean, you know, like, if you could turn into a rock, I don't think people would be like, wait, what's that rock doing here? Right, exactly. But if somebody came to after a big explosion and ringing in their ears and there was an octopus lying on the ground, yeah, that, that might raise a couple of eyebrows. <laughs> so, after the explosion, uh, Jane transmogrified into a cat and uh, ran out the tunnel. So what we're going to do for this session right here, in order to keep what has happened private, uh, we are going to... Uh, we're doing this one-on-one -on -one session that, that is hopefully later going to be edited into the game proper. So we want to just let you guys know that until this actually gets into Austin's possession, Ronaldo and Anne have no idea that this is happening right now. I suppose, I suppose this should be clarified, that we are recording this after uh, we have recorded episode 15. Uh, no, sorry, after we recorded episode 16. Um, and the plan was is that the events that occur in this uh, side session are not to be revealed until certain conditions are met in the campaign, um, which by now, I suppose they have been, if you're listening to this. Yeah. Uh, why don't we begin? Sure. All right, um, so... Um, 
Having cast Thunderwave at the fist, um, you seize your opportunity in the explosion, the impending noise, the ringing in ears and things like that, and you shapeshift into a cat. Mm-hmm. Realizing that Anne and um, uh, her new pet dire ferret are actually reasonably talented at, at tracking, um, on your way out the quarry, obviously you decide it's probably a good idea to fuck around with them a little bit. So you loop around, double track, double back a couple of times, generally try and confuse them once you get immediately out of sight from them. But it's not long before you reach the uh, inclined slope of the quarry out in the open air and see that night is now falling across Stonerood. Okay. Um, I'm going to make for the manor house. All right. The Lord's house? Yes. Okay. Still as a cat? Yes. All right. As a cat, you know, um, you're not necessarily traveling as fast as you would maybe as a human. Um, or, well, nah, you know, we'll say that you make the same kind of travel time. Um, I, I'm trying to be as inconspicuous as possible. Um, so I would imagine that I would at least try to roll myself in like a little bit of quarry dust so that I don't look terribly out of place. Stone Root's a big city. There are animals on the streets. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So I guess then I don't. No, you're, you don't need to roll to, you know, maintain stealth or something like that. You, you fit in actually fairly well. It's, okay. It's stray cats and dogs are not an uncommon sight. Okay. Particularly in working class districts. So you find it relatively easy, actually, to make your way to the Lord's house. Okay. By the time you get there, um, you notice that things are a little active, um, more than usual. There, there seems to be a tension in the air. Uh, and upon arrival, you do not recognize uh, anybody in the immediate area. Silas, who is normally at the gate, appears to be gone, and Fidric is nowhere to be seen. Okay, how are there people actually there though, like guarding it? Yeah, there are there are people at the gate, but uh, like I said, it just there seems to be a tension in the air. Okay, uh, I'm going to try to find a way to slip past them uh, without being seen. Uh, so I guess a stealth check. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to try to get onto the lands. Stealth check. Nope. Not even close. <laughs> do you not get, uh, as a cat, do you not get bonuses to... I don't know what they are. Austin didn't write them on my character sheet, so whatever that is, I don't know. Mm, this is the part where we uh, go down in flames, because... He's got the thing, right? Despite the fact that I'm the dungeon master, John, uh, Austin is Johnny on the spot of... Um, you get you get a plus four to stealth as a cat. Okay. That still doesn't really help me, though. No, not really. Um, but the good news is, is that um, as a tiny creature, too, um, and it being, like... Night. <laughs> not just not just night, but also, like, an, an, a large open area. Um, you find that it's actually relatively easy to find a spot, <clears throat> not in the gate, but in the fence surrounding the manor that, that isn't, not patrolled, but... Doesn't have a standing guard. Gotcha. Okay. So, you do find a relatively easy spot to slip through some bars and and make your way into the garden surrounding the uh, the manor. Cool. Okay. All right. I'm gonna be like looking for a way into um the manor itself. Like I remember from last time that he was 
a little bit further into the manor. Up on the second floor. Yeah. So I'm going to try to get up there as quietly and as fast as I can as a cat. Because desperate times call for desperate measures. So I'm basically... Okay, so basically my inner thinking is Ronaldo is going to do something stupid. Do you figure? I mean... (laughs) I'm sorry. <laughs> Ronaldo's going to do something stupid, and Anne is going to pretty much follow suit because A, she's not very intelligent, and B, you know, she follows Ronaldo wherever he goes, basically. So I am basically stuck between a rock and a hard place. So I'm choosing uh, to reveal that I am a shapeshifter because A, I think it will help my case, and B, I'm basically throwing one of my cards onto the table and saying, here, here it is. This is, I'm trying to get away from them. I will help you in any way I can. So, like, my objective here is to get to him in order to talk to him alone. All right. Um, Skulking around the grounds of the manor, uh, you discover that really the only open way in that that you see um, looks to be a window that leads into the kitchen. Um, you're pretty sure that you can reach it, so it it won't be much of a task, but there doesn't seem to be any immediate way to get up to the second floor from outside. Okay, I'll go through the kitchen, that's cool. Alright. Um, making your way into the window, um, by manipulating a nearby tree, um, uh, you get inside and discover that things are actually pretty quiet. As I said, night has fallen, and it looks like from... Uh, the state of the kitchen, and also the smell that dinner has already been served in the Lord's house. Um, so you find that uh, the kitchen is relatively empty uh, upon your entrance. There there aren't any, when I say relatively, I mean there aren't any uh, guards or servants standing about. Gotcha. Um, there's There's a bit of a hustle and bustle going around the manor, too. Okay. So, like, you can hear fast footsteps, you can hear doors opening and closing. Uh, There seems to be a little bit of business going on, in other words. Okay. So I'm going to um, try to get up to the uh, second floor. Okay. To where his office was. Was that where we were, his office? Um, It was sort of a study. Study, whatever. Study, office, something. To me, they're synonymous, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, so what you wind up doing is making your way to the, uh, making your way in the direction that you remember the main foyer being in. Okay. So doing your whole cat thing, wandering around, you know, poking your head around corners, um, you come across a couple of guards and, and other people in the manor, but nobody is really paying attention to you. There's a, a look of intent, um, kind of bordering on panic on the faces of the people that you see in the manor. Everybody is really focused, um, but, like, so focused by something that's not around them right now, they are coming across as just downright distracted. Okay. You find yourself in the main foyer uh, very soon, make your way up the stairs, you know, um get to the the area of the manor that you're pretty sure that the study was in. The door is closed, however. Is there anyone around? Um, there's nobody standing guard, but, you know, people are kind of moving and going. If you pick your moment right, you can probably... Okay, then I'm going to pick my moment right and shapeshift back. <laughs> okay, so moment picked. I would like for you to 
please roll. Like, I'm imagining some Professor McGonagall shit going on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Please, please roll a, please roll a stealth check. Okay. Uh, as a cat or as a human being? As a human being. Okay, yeah, I get nothing to that. Um, I don't like it, but eh, it is what it is. Okay. Um, that's a 10, just rolled. So, um, you get your hands on the doorknob. Uh, it opens with a surreptitious click. Like, you know, uh, it, the door swings open. In you go. Door closes. You made a little bit of noise, but you don't think anybody is going to panic at the thought that, that somebody is opening and closing a door. Considering that they were doing it downstairs. <laughs> there's there's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of hustle and bustle going on in the house. Um, as, as far as you can tell, uh, nobody outside noticed uh, that, that you were um, going in. Inside the room, on the other hand, st- standing at the suspicious fireplace, the Lord Erlen turns around rather lazily, eyes you with a little bit of ferocity, and says, You have a lot of nerve coming back here. Why? Did I do something that I wasn't supposed to? Don't pretend you don't know. You've kidnapped my son. He shakes He shakes a paper at you that looks like it's got some handwriting on it. Um, sir, if I've kidnapped your son, I have no knowledge of this because, um, those two idiots I was with, uh, I don't know what they've been doing in my absence. Don't lie to me, he says as he strides at you across the room aggressively. I received this note not ten minutes ago. Uh, he hands you, uh, he sort of thrusts the paper at you. Can I read it? Is it in a language I can read? Yeah, yeah, it's written, it's written in common, um, with... A lot of misspellings. And it, it basically uh, lines out, um, it, it sort of reads off as a pretty standard ransom note. Um, it reads that we've kidnapped your son from the Pikmin Academy. Uh, our demands have to be met. Uh, don't try anything funny. If you try and track us down, uh, we will kill him. Further, dema- um, our demands in total uh, will be sent to you at a later date. Please be at the ready. Uh, or else something horrible might happen. Uh, and it's signed not in any handwriting you recognize. Anne, Jane, and Ronaldo. I hand it back to him and I go, okay, number one, I'm pretty sure that nobody in my cohort wrote this because I don't even recognize the handwriting. And number two, I'll tell you exactly what happened to you, like, up to a certain point. And number three, I will help you find him because I have no interest in my former colleagues and what they're up to anymore. They've kind of run their usefulness course as it were. He, he, he eyes you with a little bit of um, suspicion, but like, like a curious suspicion as if he normally has the expression of a man who believes he knows everything that's going on. Right. That makes sense. And the very idea that not only have you just denied having anything to do with the kidnapping of the son, but also offered to sell out your companions, <laughs> there's, there's a, there's like, there's a, a very distinct curiosity in his face. And, uh, and he, he kind of like, he, he pulls the hand back with the, uh, the, uh, ransom note in it, <clears throat> slides it into a pocket of his and says, you make an intriguing offer. So, 
If you didn't kidnap my son, who did? That I might have a lead to, but if you promise not to interrupt me when I tell you exactly what happened to your son that I know of, I will not only sell out my companions, but I will find the people responsible help you find the people responsible for this kidnapping, and I will help you get to them in a way that they will not harm your son, and I will also let you in on a few secrets that I've learned while I've been in Stoneroot. He returns to the fireplace, <clears throat> turns around and says, I'm listening. So I tell him about how uh, we went to Rotswald, we went to the Pikmin Academy, met with the headmaster, then we broke in at night, killed two people, found his son, broke him out, and um, when we tried to bring him back to Stoneroot, um, he kind of got iffy because he kind of got upset because Ronaldo and Anne could not keep their mouth shut and could not actually, um, you know, convince him that this was the right path to take. And he ran off in a direction and I haven't seen him since. All right. Are you deliberately trying to conceal anything from the story? No, I'm actually going to tell him, oh, by the way, um, we escaped because I can transform into a direwolf, just so you know. All right, so full disclosure. Yeah, I'm not even I'm not even going to like if he did like a deception or a sense motive on me, he knows that all my cards are going to be laid out on the table. He ruminates over this for a couple of seconds after you're done talking and he says, "So it was you that broke him out of the academy, but you don't know where where he is right now." That is correct. He wanders over to uh, a door to his study, opens it, and waves his hand um, and motions for somebody in the study to, or in the in the door to come into the study. A couple of seconds later, Lonigan walks across the um, the threshold to the door, and the Lord says to Lonigan, "Is this one of the three that you were talking about?" And Lonigan says, "Oh yes, yes. In fact, probably the most competent of the three. Well, I'll take that as a compliment for sure. So what exactly are you offering us, the Lord says. Lonigan kind of sinks into the background, stands in a corner with his arms neatly folded. You get you get the impression from eyeing uh, the situation here that Lonigan takes instructions from the Lord Erlen. Gotcha. I look at the Lord point blank and I say, I need you to not delve into my past. Thank you very much. And in return, I will not only deliver my companions to you, but I will also help you find the people who kidnapped your son and bring them to whatever justice you define as justice. I don't really give a toss about your companions. At this point in time, the only thing that I care about is the whereabouts of my son. Can you deliver that? Without my companions present, probably yes. And all you're asking is that we don't dig into your past. I have some things that I would like to remain buried as long as possible. Oh, is that so? Lonigan, how many days did you give these people? And Lonigan says, uh, I believe they have three more days. That's correct. Hmm. The Lord turns and looks into the fireplace. 
He turns back to you and says, I... I can't guarantee the life of your companions. That's not a problem. I don't really care. Does that surprise him? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, because you just paused and I was like, is he surprised? Like, what happened? He says, but if you can return my son to me before the end of the third day, I can give you free passage out of Stone Root. I can promise you that we will have no further dealings. I'll have no further interest in you. But my son must be back before the end of that day. Sounds good. I am cool with that. I won't even ask why, because frankly, I don't care. So I need to be myself without being myself. I need a glimmer of some kind or a glamour of some kind that would make me not visible to my companions as myself, if that makes sense. A different human shape, if if possible. Hmm. It might take a little bit of time to work up, but we might be able to outfit you with something. Can I stay here for the time being so that I have no chance of running into my former companions? I don't think that should be too much of a problem. Lonigan. Do you think you might be able to uh, work on something? He eyes you up and down, Lonigan does, um, with a little bit of, again, you know, suspicion. But then uh, then says, I'm certain that we can probably find something to uh, help you out. That would be wonderful. Thank you. So Lonigan wanders off into another room. Uh, and after there, for, you know, a, a few minutes, um, and while the Lord just kind of ruminates and has servants bring him drinks and food. He doesn't even for a second offer you anything. I don't expect him to. Uh, he, uh, uh, Lonigan returns and says, I'm afraid the best that we can do for you is something that will only last an hour. However, he reaches into his robe and pulls it out, uh, pulls something out, this little, like, sort of palm-sized seal, and hands it to you. Says... You will be able to trigger it whenever you want, but only three times. Okay, so out of game, does that is that three times for an hour, or is that three times and equals up to an hour total? Uh, three times each time you get an hour out of it. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, that's doable. I can I can totally work with that. That's not a problem. How will your um city? Guard be with this. You can take this seal. The Lord reaches into a nearby desk and, and pulls it out. It's just like... It's a little sort of palm-sized artifact, slightly smaller than the one that Lonigan hands you. He says, It describes you, essentially, as an envoy of mine. If, your gar if the city guard gives you any rough times, all you have to do is produce it, and they should recognize your authority. However, do know that I will be asking about you and watching you. So if this authority is abused in any way, I will find out about it. Well, that's all well and good, but I don't plan on abusing it, so you can watch me all you like. Very well, then. Uh, if we have no further business, then, I think you have my son to find? Yes. 
and I am going to walk down the stairs to the main foyer, and you said it takes like an hour to get to the quarry? Yeah, roundabouts. Okay, but I don't think I'm going that way. Well, where's the church in relationship to that? Um, church is probably about half an hour's walk away. Okay. I'm gonna peek outside. Do I see anything besides the rustle and bustle of the uh, household? Just the household. Okay, cool. I'm gonna head to the church. Alright. Uh, off to the church you go. Um, maybe half an hour, like I said. Uh, still nighttime, but uh, things look still pretty active inside the church. I'm gonna walk in. Alright. Uh, into the church, uh, you find Danyan there, again, um, just sort of, you know, mustering about the place. I'm gonna look at him, and I'm gonna say, can I talk to you for a second? By all means. What, what may I do for you? Do you know where Emma is? Oh, she, she left in quite a rush earlier today, um, I believe right after talking to you, but, um, nobody's seen her since, so... I mean, the first place that you might want to check would, would probably be her home. Where is it? Um, not in the greatest district of the city, but, um, bless her heart, Emma always likes to be with the people that she prefers to help the most. Um, you'll find her, he describes in, in what part of Stoneroot her city is, and uh, uh, distinctly says that you'll recognize her home very specifically because of the icon of Ilmater. That's um, on the front door. Ilmater, the god of, of suffering and the downtrodden, which uh, looks like two hands tied together with a red cord. That would be probably the first place to check, he says. And if that doesn't help me, is there another place she would go besides the, um, the pub? Hmm. I... I don't know. At that point in time, it it might be that you'd have to turn to magic to try and track her down. Okay, no problem. Thank you so much for your help. Go with peace, child. Next time on Dice Folk. Look! It's a bunch of dirt! I wonder what would happen if Jane met Groot. I sure hope Marshmallow is still alive when we get back next week, because I have no idea what happened. Ronaldo suddenly gets bored of Pony, and then he his mood intensifies as Bad Medicine by Bon Jovi starts to play. As always, our theme song is A Fistful of Nickels, the overclocked remix arrangement of Shadow's theme from Final Fantasy VI. Executive producers for Dice Funk for the month of January 2016 are Joseph Timbrello, Wayne Witzke, Brent, Jason, Phoenix Mod, Ingmar Gremmen, Jade, Kevin Sidlow, Tarka, The Cult of Gorfanax, Jacques Lindsay, Jorit, Michael Goodell, Giorgio Renna, Christopher Charlot, Cody Jackson, August Rue, and Taylor Hoyt. You can support the show by commenting on Channel Awesome, subscribing to us on YouTube, rating us on Podbean, or writing a review on iTunes, or any combination of those things. To help more directly, you could always pledge to our Patreons. You can find Leon at patreon.com slash renegadecut. You can find Jess at patreon.com slash ravenallegria13. And you can find me at patreon.com slash austinyorski. 
If you want to support Johnny, send a mixtape of your hottest raps to 123 Moose Knuckle Avenue, West Canada.